Oh yes. Don't worry about a thing. About a thing. Good morning, everyone. Wow, that's always great to hear some updates huh, from the governor. Absolutely, and good news, right? Good news. Absolutely. Yes. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Doctor Marilyn, and welcome all to Rotary Wellness Wednesday, your midday stress relief. Hope you're having a good week. Yes, And yes. let's see if we can help improve it just a little bit. Absolutely. So welcome once again for all those who are our long-term listeners. Thank you so much for joining us once again. We are so grateful for your ongoing support and affirmation of what we're striving to do and have been doing, I guess, for 36-plus, something like that, shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an opportunity to share some information, some inspiration, some skill building, and just to connect with wonderful resources that are here within our own Virgin Islanders and uh, those who perhaps can call in from elsewhere. So thank you so much for joining us once again. We are profoundly grateful that you made the choice to continue on with WSTA. Yeah, and the journey that we're all continuing on in our just coping with life, much less the reminder of a yes. couple of storms behind us. Absolutely. But let's, let's focus on the future and not dwell on the past. Yes. Uh, must always thank our sponsors. We've got the Community Foundation of the Virgin Islands. Thank you so much. And also the uh, Disaster Relief Fund from Rotary 7020, our local district, who also found uh, it important to give us a little help here to get this thing off the ground and mm -hmm. started off not knowing where we were heading. <laughs> and uh, and here we wow, are. Wow, months and months later, Continue the, the need continues. Yes. And, and we're hoping you're getting something out of it. And, and please share with your friends yes. as we continue also to try to provide this in the very near future to you all um, via podcasts, etc., uh, but, of course, you can always live stream it. You, Gosh, I like this show, but I'm leaving. Well, that's right. bring it with you. Absolutely. Uh, as we have been doing with some regularity to kick off the shows, for those, again, we understand that they are individuals whose um, journey of wellness has uh, been challenging and may need a resource in an ongoing way and uh, for a variety of reasons may be difficult to connect with one on island. And so I always want to begin by passing on the number for the disaster distress hotline yeah, staff 24 7 the number is 1-800-985-5990 again the number is 1-800-985-5990 for those of you who are into texting you can text talk with us to 66746 again you can text talk with us to 66746 want to um acknowledge that it is ash wednesday for those who uh Celebrate uh, the, the calendar and celebrate Lent. This begins the 40 days of individuals going inward and reflecting their journey of um, their own growth and spiritual exploration and enhancement. And that concludes um, with um, Easter Resurrection Sunday. And so for those of you who will be celebrating in their different levels of Christian expression and faith traditions, but I um, wanted to acknowledge that it is Ash Wednesday. And over the last few years, I've been kind of um, shifting in my own uh, experience of Lent and as opposed to, you know, giving up chocolate or giving something up to begin to shift and to think about the things perhaps that I uh, want to challenge those that might enhance your wellness. So as opposed to um, watching TV well into 11 o'clock, perhaps you want to give mm -hmm. up nighttime TV and maybe incorporate some um, deep breathing meditation or have some time that you are doing more um, silence as opposed to noise that you may be accustomed to. 
Um, maybe it's uh, putting some more green veggies in your diet and uh, chilling out with some of the junk food. Um, perhaps for those who are kind of addicted to the rhythm of complaining, perhaps the challenge <laughs> of embracing gratitude, right? Like and acknowledging. That one. Yeah. So I want to, um, so I began over the last few years, I read an article that really challenged me to, to expand how we often think about what giving up means um, and what you put in its place. And mm. after 40 days with practice, some things actually become habit and become your norm. Yeah. So just wanted to put that out there because uh, it might appeal to someone as you move through these next 40 days. Well, nice. It's mm -hmm. always good to have goals and uh, and then to strive, continue to strive as yes. we all are doing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I know we like to also shout out somebody here yes, and there. Absolutely. I know you've got one I think yes. coming up. Yes. But kind of fun. I've been texting with a friend of mine all the way in Ketchum, Idaho. So uh, hey, Tony. Ketchum, Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> and if you're out there, Tony, if you're listening, uh, thank you and and all my love to the family. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, also, want to acknowledge that uh, March is Women's History Month and Virgin Islands History Month, and so um, much going on around that. I was listening to the show, and Senator Jackson called in and talking about the whole week of revitalization activities taking place throughout uh, the different communities throughout the, the island, and not just simply um, rebeautifying and cleaning stuff up, but also acknowledging the incredible history that is a part of all the different neighborhoods throughout the, the Virgin Islands, and even discussion about potentially picking up plaques to acknowledge places where historic Virgin Islanders have um, lived and grown. And so it was really, um, really exciting to hear that. Uh, it's uh, indicative of an island community recovering and moving towards wholeness and wellness when you are bringing community together to clean up and to um, to gather, to take responsibility and to join together to make um, the place better and more beautiful. So I wanted yeah. to shout out for all those that's who huge. are part of the Revitalization Now week that's taking place. Um, also wanted to quickly give a shout out to creativity. <laughs> We've been talking about creativity when um, the new year began and we have uh, we had Danica David on from Creative Kalalu and began to explore using creativity as an intentional way to heal and recover. And so I was able to um, be a part of a couple of activities with many others on Thursday and Friday, one at UVI and uh, one in the community. And uh, there was an activity called Level Up. That's millennials call it Level Up, Rise Up Now, Level Up, a vision board party. And for you to craft sort of who do you see yourself as and what does your future look like. And initially, some of the males were like, mm -mm, all that arts and crafts, something. Mm -mm. <laughs> but it was extraordinary. Once they began to appreciate the power of what it means to craft a vision for your life, these guys were in. We couldn't get them to. This, leave. this isn't paper mache. No, no, no it no, was no. extraordinary. <laughs> and it was incredible. We had some VPs there, there and the president go. of the university. We had about 40 something folks there. And it was awesome. So, um, shout out to all those who had a part to play. And. Uh, uh, the Counseling Services, Brothers of the Cause, Sister to Sister, and uh, Dr. Yolanda, who came in from D.C. to participate, and it was really awesome. And then on Friday night uh, was a Know Yourself, Love Yourself um, Power Women's um, Gathering to look at designing our, our lives and our profiles. And uh, I think there's an article that's going to be written, put in the Daily News. These profiles that these women came up with was incredible. There's some incredible creative folks here in the V.I., and I just wanted to say that there are many ways to tap that place inside than just the regular ways that we think of. And so 
creativity was on full display and so nice yeah nice. shout out to all those who came out we had Gosh, a, all those are so amazing it was so wonderful get involved folks yes go to these amazing so much things. going on and by the way i'm not letting you squirt out either uh last week was adorable <laughs> uh having dr hall uh, you know interviewing dr hall um <laughs> But uh, uh, you guys are a, a, a dynamic couple, and that was a, that was a fun show. So, well, thank you. Yeah, it was a pleasure having uh, David say, Hall on the show. That was, was a very cool. different experience. I bet it was. I bet it was. But uh, from the guys sitting in the room, it was uh, it was it was beautiful. Boy, I tell you, you're talking about some of the things on the island, though, I tell you, oh my God, you know the the dump's been on fire, you know, and you know when the wind blows right, you go, okay, no big deal. But when it doesn't, my God, that the, I mean, how populated are we in the uh, the Nada, Bavoni, mm -hmm. and Belongo area? You mm -hmm, know, it's mm -hmm. just guys, please, it, it's terrifying. <sighs> um, that's a lot of a lot of methane coming out. I see, I see peeking it, yes. at us. Hey, Doctor Otley. Hey, Doctor. Yes, yeah. The power of community and the power of wellness in our oh. environment is everything. Um, mm. We're so excited with uh, the guest who is with us today and it uh, seems so appropriate as this kickoff for uh, Women's History Month and VI History Month. I um, thought that perhaps with each show for March that I'd sort of give a shout out to a woman who's making news who's here in the VI and so I was so struck by reading this um, yeah. and every time I read this because it's been passed along so frequently on social media on Facebook I smile so much, you would think I'm her mother, right? I mean, <laughs> it's so incredible. And um, it was in the Daily News. And one of our own. Come it's on. so fantastic. Yeah. So St. Tomium is the first black woman aviator to receive air medal. So let me read just a couple of lines. So aviation history was made this week. So this was last week on February the 27th when St. Thomas native Lieutenant uh, Renakwa Russell became the first African-American female aviator in the Coast Guard to receive the Air Medal. I thought that was, and the picture of her in the chopper, in the chopper with all her gear on, oh, heck yeah. is just incredible. According to the Coast Guard, the Air Medal is awarded to its service members who distinguish themselves by heroic or meritorious achievement in flight. The Coast Guard awarded the medal to Russell for flying in relief supplies after Hurricane Harvey in tropical force winds and zero visibility. Zero visibility. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not incredible? Um, oh, guessing. Just incredible. Uh, it's, it just was extraordinary, and I think that... A lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of. Again, selflessness, you know, doing your job and... and being more focused on the need versus the apparent danger. Yes, um, yes. And that was that was before these storms. Exactly. So, and this is the same crew that goes the and does all crew. this stuff. So, yeah, and yeah, just fantastic. shout out to her mom. She's the daughter of Assistant Attorney General Aquanet Chenery yeah. and former Senator uh, Ronald Russell. Yeah. So um, yeah. just shout out to Lieutenant Russell. It was just Absolutely. extraordinary. So um, sharing you. some making history right now in the new millennial generation. Just wonderful. For that, so ready to take a little pause for a breath. Yep. And uh, and then we will invite yeah. on our guests for today. So another wonderful guest yes. in the studio. Been looking forward to um, having a wonderful, wonderful guest uh, Laura Nagy to be present with us. So invite you to get comfortable just for a minute. And if you are driving, remember no eye closing when we're doing this. Um, if you're in your offices and chairs, sit back and relax uh, just for a moment. And we're going to do uh, breathing with uh, count of four that you're going to breathe in for the count of four. Hold for four. Exhale for four. 
and then uh, breathe in again. So it's the four square. Remember, we keep repeating so that you are <laughs> gathering your own repertoire of different types of breathing practices. So here we go. So I want you to breathe in for four. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Here we go. Breathe in again. Through your nose. Two, three, four. Hold it, hold it. Two, three, four. And exhale. Two, three, four. Now breathe normally now. And I want you just to uh, hold in your um, mind and in your heart uh, as we kick off Women's History Month and VI History Month. Uh, a woman that um, that has made history in your own life and to acknowledge um, the powerful women that are present here. So as you breathe normally and flow with the breath, um, think about and acknowledge a woman who's made history in your own life and uh, acknowledge her in this moment so, um, so we can connect to the power of the month and power of this moment. Thank you all. Yeah, nice. Wonderful. So it is my pleasure to... Um, provide this brief introduction to our guest for today. Laura Nagy is a coach, mentor, and facilitator guiding ambitious professionals and entrepreneurs to the discovery of their authentic selves and the embodiment of authentic leadership. Laura has dedicated years to a path of self-knowledge, utilizing the tools of mindfulness, meditation, yoga, and nonviolent communication as part of a journey of self-discovery and transformation. Laura believes that we are meant to thrive and that when we lead and live from a place of authenticity and integrity, that passion, freedom, and joy naturally flow. Laura regularly speaks and facilitates workshops and retreats on well-being, resiliency, flow, presence, and emotional intelligence. She coaches and mentors private clients around the world guiding them back to their true selves so that they can live their best lives. Laura has lived on St. Thomas for the past 14 years, where she has her own law practice specializing in family and immigration law and mediation. And it is our pleasure to welcome to Wellness Wednesdays, Laura Nagy. Yeah, welcome, Laura. Nice to have you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Fantastic. Wow. Well, this is great. This is a good way to kick off the month and all of that. Absolutely. But, um, Absolutely. What we always like to do is start with a couple of simple questions for you, uh, being that uh, it's our theme is really health and wellness, mm -hmm. is what does that mean to you? And then, then how do you go about in maintaining it and uh, with the practices that you currently use? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of wellness, it's a concept I've thought about. For years mm -hmm. and what what does it really mean to be well yes. and I speak to attorneys about this as well mm. so I've come to the conclusion that for me well-being really means to thrive mm. <clears throat> so how many of us are really just getting by and surviving and you know I love sharing that Maya Angelou quote that says my mission in life is not merely to survive but it's to thrive mm. and to do so with some passion style and joy and to me it Thriving on all levels, too. So as humans, we have multi-dimensional layers. You know, there's the physical body, there's the emotional body, there's the intellectual side, our professional side, our relationships. So how are we doing? You know, are we happy? Right. Are we really thriving in all of the areas? Or is there imbalance happening? Mm -hmm. So that's what I've come um, 
the way that I've come to define well-being.、Mm. Mm-hmm. And then, how do you achieve that?、Yeah. You know, and in your way, what what do you do? Another excellent question <laughs> that we're all trying to figure out.、Right? Exactly, exactly. That's what the young people say. Just tell me the answer. Well, actually, it's it's、yeah. the journey.、So. It's the journey, exactly. <clears throat> so again, to me, if and a core belief of mine is that we are actually meant to thrive. Mm. That human beings, at our essence, and this is based also in yogic philosophy, and I'm sure other, you know, major philosophies as well, and wisdom teachings. But our actual true nature as human beings is to be in a thriving state.、Mm. So then the question is, well, I don't feel like I'm thriving every day. So how do I get there?、Right. You know. But for me, that is a core belief in everything that I do,、um, in this work that I do, and even in my law practice. It's a remembering. That we are actually meant to thrive,、mm. you know, to be abundant and to be well and to be creative and joyful. And what are we doing that's blocking that?、Mm. What have we been taught? What habits do we have? So, to me, the first step to to even having a chance at thriving is to create self-awareness, which is everything I've heard you two share about this program.、Mm-hmm. So, deep gratitude to both of you for creating space.、Mm. Right? It's like if we're busy. Running from thing to thing, being drawn externally, letting life run us, we have no chance.、Mm-hmm. But、right. even this pause together of, how am I feeling today?、Right. Yeah. You know,、yeah. how's my life? Is it is it the life that I want? And beginning to create space to ask those questions.、Yeah. That's a great a great approach, and it's always a fine line too between paying attention to it and not obsessing on it. You know, because I think some people obsess on the way they're perceived and the way others see them, and all. Okay, you know, strive to be better. Definitely, don't obsess. You know, at some point, find that happy medium of who you are. You know, and then build it. Right, go from there. I have to say that I I, I love that definition of wellness. Absolutely.、Um, there is something that is so even hearing the word thrive. Just like sort of hearing it, like it, it shifts something in you. It's supposed、right? to so, be there. So keep、yeah. on saying that, everybody out there. Like thrive, thrive, thrive. Like、mm-hmm. there's something very powerful about the word itself because it conjures up something fundamentally different in your consciousness or in your mind or even sort of in your body in that moment.、Um, and I'm curious the 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 impact of the hurricanes and with all the destruction, literally physical destruction and. And the impact that it had on us, and also the internal experience of the traumas that we all went through.、Um, what's your sense of sort of thriving after those experiences, and and what you have noticed or experienced from those that you have、uh, been in contact with or connected to, be the individuals in your law practice and families that you are engaging with? But talk a little bit about that part. Yes, I mean it's. The hurricanes put us all in a state of fight or flight,、uh-huh. right?、Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of research around Westerners, in particular, and humans living in a constant state of fight or flight. And、um, Dr. Hall, I've heard you speak about this as well.、Mm-hmm. There are serious physical impacts when we live in a constant state of stress. And you know, there's a saying that a lot of us live as if there's a tiger right outside of our door.、Mm-hmm. But with the hurricanes, we were, we were, there was a tiger, was a tiger at our、yes. door,、mm-hmm. right? So, yes, clients and clients regularly come to me in a state of crisis.、Mm-hmm. And post hurricane, I think we all had to take some time to be able to find space because we were in survival mode. Right. So things like this program and you know a lot of 
people in the community stepped up to offer counseling mm -hmm. or empathy and mm -hmm. ear to listen. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly we all experience times of something triggering us and putting us in a state of fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And then it's that idea of how do we recover and that resiliency factor. And can we take a moment, you know, even being triggered in an argument at work, let's say, or a personal relationship, sometimes we're just in it. Yes. Right? We have no awareness. We are fully triggered in the emotions. Mm -hmm. So can we rewire our brain and retrain mm. ourselves to recognize, wow, I'm in the emotions. Yes. And I'm going to take a moment and go on a walk and breathe mm -hmm. so that I can step out and create spaciousness again so that I have a choice as to how I want to show up in uh, life. Yeah, that's... that takes that uh, emotional maturity thing again. <laughs> but, uh, but wow, the pause button, you know, and being aware of it is step number one it's everything yeah, it, it, it really is it everything really is. i mean yeah. it's fundamental to everything it's that in between place it's the silent place between the next thing coming right mm, yeah but to me it's like what the power what breathing does right to mm -hmm. create the space to be in the space yeah. <laughs> yes. know, right yes. i mean well, yeah and you're breathing i mean the idea i mean for me it, it's as the stress builds up, mm -hmm. it's it's the it's the pressure relief valve. You right, know, it kind of right, releases right. some of it, not ignoring that it's there, but actually acknowledging that it's there and putting it somewhere where it belongs and not in an inappropriate response to somebody or or an act of uh, outrage or or something. So, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, boy, good good sounded uh, approaches. So you've, you've talked about and you, I mentioned it in the introduction to describing uh, your background and practice. Can you talk about sort of your experience of um, what led you to um, be in the world as you are. I mean, no one necessarily sort of is born necessarily with that level of kind of insight and personal awareness. For some, it often can be in reaction to something profoundly challenging that happens or um, if I have an experience in reading some for, for lawyers who have experienced burnout or others in different professions, something happens that fundamentally shifts. We heard that from um, Joan Bennett. It was a health issue that, that was terrifying and scary to her, a person who does the EE project, that challenged her to have to stop and go inward. So can you talk a bit about your own um, journey of kind of what led to the space that you're in and now that you're providing the opportunity for others to expand and you coach them and talk about authentic leadership and all of that. But how did that come to be for you? Yes. So I always wanted to be a lawyer. It's very interesting from the time I was really small, and I really wanted to change the world. Like uh, Dr. Hall, you shared with me, your younger daughter mm -hmm. has that desire. Mm -hmm. So that led me to want to practice you know, social justice law, nonprofit law, and I became a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And then once I was in the practice of law, I was like, wow, I don't know why I became a lawyer, <laughs> you know? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 So for many, many years, I really didn't mm. like being a lawyer and didn't fully embrace it. Mm -hmm. And finally it's come full circle that I understand because mm -hmm. there's a, a different, there's a way to, to do everything based on your state of being. Yes. Right. So I really tried to practice law from a present place. Mm. You know, people are coming to me in crisis. So if I am present, I'm a better lawyer for them. If I'm present, I'm not um, being triggered and just reacting to mm. them, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I see why the pieces have come, the pieces have all come together right. for me, really. Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know, challenging personal relationships led me to question the programs I was taught. You know, I was taught, you go to school, 
you go to college, <laughs> you maybe go on to get a professional degree, right. you get married, you have children, you have the white picket fence, and that equals success and happiness. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes then life throws us some curveballs that say, wait a second, I thought I was supposed to be content and successful mm -hmm. and happy. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was, you know, the breakdown of the white picket fence and mm -hmm. questioning the beliefs that I had taken on. And I, I work with people a lot about this because we, we are taught things as children and from society and we take those beliefs on and we live our life according to beliefs that we are not even conscious of. And that's where we really get to the authentic self. What is it that I want? What are my special gifts to share with the world? Right. You know, what's my superpower? Yes, you know? yes, yes. But here, and in your case, you were not content, so you wanted to thrive. And, and in some cases, though, I, I also feel like we should throw out there that if you are content, though, being the super mom, the great wife, or whatever, or husband, vice versa, but... That's okay too, right? I mean, I think ultimately what's the goal, right? Just inner peace, right? And happiness and what you do. So uh, we love that. I mean, in, in, as an employer, there are people walking the door and you just see the motivation. I mean, you know, the, the guy may not have an, a piece of experience and they want to be the general manager. Mm -hmm. And then you get other folks that are content to be a, a housekeeping, uh, you know, a supervisor or non-supervisor for 40 years. Who's to say what's different, you know? And so, but... Finding that inner peace, I think, is so important. It's an interesting you know? thing, though. I um, do a lot of work with women and retreats and stuff, and it's, a, it's an interesting thing about the dreams that get buried inside of us, right? Mm -hmm. And the ways in which, over time, they get covered over. And those dreams, when they start sort of festering and Coming rotting out. in ways, yeah. the, the ways that they show themselves, you know, in terms of how the person is in the world, you get a sense that something is not quite right or something is off of that level of discontent that's present. You know, well, this is a nice person, but there, there seems to be something present with them that, that doesn't show their authentic self or their happiness. And I think um, sometimes people, there's a sense of, you know, it's the best decision that I need to make that sort of meets the need. And you feel like you have to settle, you right. know, um, whatever that means for people, not as a judgment, but as a result of what uh, Laura was talking about at times, a sense of, well, this is all that is possible. And you know, what am I, what do I have to complain about? You know, I have a roof over my head. I have, you know, food, you know, I have a yeah. fair, decent, yeah. you know, level of health. It's, it's okay. And it is okay. Yeah. It's okay. But so often when you really sort of create space for, and, and I, I say this more in terms of women. I don't know. I don't, I don't live in the world, you know, as a male, but I, but for many individuals over the years, for many, many women, it's, um, there's often that place inside that it gets stirred up. Um, and yes, so I've had children or, or done other things, but there's always some things tucked oh, away yeah. inside. You yourself are a great case. You know? Because I'm sure you were pretty traditional to a know, point, and then um, you had your own explosion. You well, know? I mean, it's interesting. Yes and no. Um, and so I, I was really struck by that when you were sharing and talking about that, and I wonder around the, the practices like meditation and mindfulness, and if you could talk about how that can help individuals to create that space within the space to be present with themselves Can you talk a bit about that because mm -hmm. that's what you do when you do retreats and stuff with people yes yeah, yeah. and i do want to hear more about those retreats yes. and, and your approach to yes. it there's Definitely. so many of us laymen out there that uh, <laughs> uh it sounds great but yeah. but help us with it yeah. please do i think mindfulness is a great place to start in creating self-awareness mm -hmm. it's it's um it's the perfect place to start so mm -hmm. Research has shown that we have two brain 
circuits, mm -hmm. and one they call it the narrative circuit, and that's us telling a story. Mm -hmm. You know, there are characters, there's a storyline, you know, there's the villain, the hero, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm the hero and someone else is the villain for the day. Mm -hmm. So there's a storytelling place and a narrative that can go on inside of our heads. The other circuit is called direct experience. So that's the place of <clears throat> mindfulness. So that is sitting on a beach, listening to the sound of the waves, hearing the waves, mm -hmm. feeling the sun on your skin feeling the cold drink in your hand, mm -hmm. taking in with all of your senses what is real and alive and happening. Mm -hmm. So that's how I like to describe mindfulness. It's a place of presence and directly experiencing what's coming in the ears and the skin and acknowledging the thoughts. The thoughts are not going to go away, mm -hmm. but acknowledging and then saying, okay, okay, thinking mind, I'm going to let you rest for a little bit. I'm just going to be and just really expand what I'm receiving in all of my awareness. So That's, someone would go, yeah. that sounds so nice, right. but okay. Okay, turn it <laughs> like, off. Yeah, 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 <laughs> go to the beach and I'm gonna, because I would hear that all the time. Well, that sounds good for the people <laughs> over there that are, you know, zipping through the, you know. So how does that then translate to how you are in the world? post-hurricane, claiming wellness, stuck in traffic, having a teenager, like how then does regular practice of what you just described actually help you to find that authentic place that you talked yeah. about? But Marilyn, you're the one also says, this is, a, I'm always was waiting for the word of faith <laughs> to show up at any moment, because yes. that's kind of where you're at. Mm -hmm. if, if you're believing that there's a greater thing out mm -hmm, there whether mm -hmm. it's a spiritual mm -hmm. or, or what have you because mm -hmm. that's what I like about the beach scenario in my mind is right. that you know wow it's not traffic it's not the problems it's not the bills it's look at this beauty it's a bigger picture mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. but I, yeah. yes, well, you're the guest I want to hear you <laughs> so what's coming to me about the practical side of mindfulness is that we know that everything is energy and we, yes. we are energy. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like learning how to manage ourselves, which we are not taught. Mm -hmm. right? We've kind of figured it out. Mm -hmm. So if I start my day with five minutes of just sitting quietly and being present to how my body feels in the moment, how my heart feels in the moment, mm -hmm. what I might need for the day, my whole day is different than if I start my day on social media taking work calls, running my kids to the bus, that five minutes sets up my day to say, I'm in charge of my day today, and I'm going to move through it with intention and mindfulness. So it's, it's creating the space and training ourselves to slow down mm -hmm. and not miss what is right in front of us. And the other, the other part that's really practical is if we're in our heads telling stories all day, we are not present to what's really happening. That's it. Yeah. If I have a story about who Paul is, it doesn't matter what he says to me. I've already colored the whole thing with my story. I'm not even present to what he's actually, who he is today mm -hmm. and what he's saying. 
I get that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but that is so powerful because That's we do though. that That's all a, with yeah, we do. What we do it with our children and yeah. our spouses and coworkers and the yeah. person. And I'm going in the stores. I'm expecting lousy service. Right. So, right. Already. Right. Already. Right. And, and the story. And, and that reminds even, me of the last time. And you might be controlling its outcome by That's those thoughts. Exactly. Yes. Versus keeping an open mind, being in the moment. You're I, right. I, that is so powerful. That's a really. Um, yeah. And we've talked in different ways around um, these many weeks individuals being uh, intentional about creating that space for themselves so if it's 15 minutes or 20 minutes or individuals have talked about their beginning day routines you know to stretch to pray to be quiet think uh, Ayoko who's um, I guess we had on talked about doing the yeah. body scan before she gets out and, and that you're saying what does my body need even before I yes. get up and what if we Just all began to do that, right, with some regularity? But then you wake um, up and you go, oh, man, I do hurt. Yes, right. <laughs> my shoulder is sore. And, and, and so yeah. it hurts, and, but, the, and then what? So what does it mean to then go, geez, that's what happens. Because I've worked really hard, so that's the result of picking up all those boxes. And I need to show some more love to the shoulder, or maybe not. You know, so that awareness, how we come at it, right. even if the shoulder is hurting, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so it's it's a powerful concept, but it's one that, requires our own discipline and responsibility, right? Yes. Can you speak a bit to those dynamics? I actually was looking when you were um, preparing for one of the retreats. I went online and saw that you had, there's a sort of a, you to apply. And the yes. things that are important I was struck by, there was a line in there about being adaptable to change and how do people deal with being responsible? You know, yes. you think a retreat, you know? Talk about those two yes. dynamics, please. That's such an interesting question to me mm -hmm. because for, for many years, I thought being, you know, quote-unquote spiritual was kind of being irresponsible. <laughs> but it's actually the exact opposite. Uh -huh. It's deep responsibility to self. Right. And it's also a, a paradigm shift, yeah. a paradigm shift to understanding that I can only give what I give to myself. So if I care for myself with love, if I don't um, judge myself harshly, mm. I can give that to my children. I can give that to my partner. We can't give what we don't have. So it's really shifting that paradigm. We're not taught this. You know, we're taught to serve everybody else, especially as women. Mm -hmm. We take care of everybody else and then feel validated. Mm -hmm. So it's like, no, I'm going to put energy into me and be disciplined in how I care for myself, how I manage my energy, what I watch, what I listen to, who I interact with. And then I have a higher level of energy to give to my children, higher quality so as I'm disciplined, I give my clients, hopefully, my presence. You know, I'm not distracted and trying to do a million things and running ragged. Mm -hmm. So it is deep responsibility. And then we serve our communities, and that's how we change the world. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's... Um, One listener at a time. It's a, it's a powerful uh, concept. Um, we, we talk so much about self-care and, and talking about that self-care is, is discipline. Mm -hmm. It's self-discipline to move, to stretch, to make a choice in terms of what you put in your body, when to sleep, when to rest, when to say and know that um, I need to say I'm sorry, you know, when to set a boundary. And we don't often think about it in that way. I think any spiritual practice requires a level of discipline. I mean, even any physical practice, if you're a runner or you're into martial arts, it doesn't just happen, right? It requires oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the steady, ongoing um, practice of the craft. Yeah. It's the same thing I believe in that you're saying. And getting Laura, over maybe them. an awkwardness in, in that process right. too, you mm -hmm. know, because that's 
when you know it's working, it starts to get a little hard when you're running or right. even hard when you're beginning to think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I always say that I'm, I respect people who are critical of me. But nobody can be as critical to me as I am. You know, I I am definitely my own worst mm-hmm. uh, critic at that at that point. Um, wow. You know, you you have in a lot, there was a question here, but I really wanted to get back into the meditation thing a little mm-hmm. bit because we I've learned on this journey of this show so far that different people take different approaches towards it. Mm-hmm. What what is meditation to you? Mm-hmm. That's also a beautiful question. So to me, meditation is actually a, a state of being. You know, it's, it's not something you do. You have to take steps to try to get to this place that we're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear a lot of people saying, you know, they want to be more centered. They want to be more grounded. Right. And I think it certainly has those implications. Um, I like to think about meditation as taking our energy, drawing it together and <coughs> focusing it. And we're focusing it on a particular thing. Maybe it's to feel more peace that day. So to get there, we have to be mindful, right? So we're, we're taught, we're not taught to concentrate on one thing for a long time in mm-hmm. our culture. Mm-hmm. We are taught to type an email and grab the phone and have three conversations. <laughs> so part yes. of it again is the mindfulness piece is, can I do one thing at a time? Mm. You know, if I'm talking to my child, can I just talk to him? and not be texting. And that takes a lot of discipline as well. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> oh, yes, my gosh. Um, and so continuing with this meditation piece, um, so can you take us through a little meditation I would love right to. now? Like yeah. Sort of a brief one, and we can continue before um, you leave. one to make sure that we had an opportunity to, to be blessed with your, with your gifts. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So wherever you are, Um, See if you can plant your feet on the floor, both feet, and close your eyes. And then notice how you have your hands arranged and consider letting them face up towards the sky or the ceiling in your lap or on your legs. And then scan the body and see if you're comfortable. Maybe you need to shift a little bit, wiggle a little, nice and comfortable, and then have a sense that you're standing up from your waist up so you're nice and tall from the waist all the way through the crown of the head and with eyes closed let's take an inhale together in the nose deep inhale and then let the breath out the mouth and then do that again deep inhale in the nose blowing air out the mouth this time And one more time, inhaling through the nose, blowing air out the mouth. And allow yourself to feel your body, feel fully present wherever you're seated. Have a sense that all of your energy is in your physical body. And then give yourself permission to let the thoughts go. So tell the thinking mind, you get to rest for a moment here. And now just watch the breath. So without trying to change the breath, simply observe it. Feel the breath coming in and out of the nose. 
Notice how your body moves as you inhale. Notice the parts of your body that move as you exhale. Soften your eyes and the skin around your eyes. Soften the face muscles. Let the jaw relax and let the inside of the mouth become very soft. Scan your entire body and see if there's any tension held anywhere and just give yourself permission to relax in that place. Coming back to the breath, watching the breath. And then take a moment to feel gratitude for your breath. How often do we take a moment to say thank you for the life coming in and out of us? And maybe try to feel the breath as if you've never felt it before. You've never breathed before. How does it feel today? Take your awareness right to your heart space, right in the middle of the heart center. So with awareness there, let's take another moment to feel gratitude for a person in our lives. So bring that person to mind. Envision that person. And then envision right from your heart center to that person's heart center, gold and light flowing and let yourself fully embody and feel the gratitude that you feel for that person in this moment. Feel it with every cell of your being. And then take a moment to feel gratitude for your physical body, the body that walks you through life, Let yourself fully feel gratitude for a moment for the physical vessel that you're in. And as you're breathing, feel vitality, a sense of thriving, energy flowing through every cell of your being. You can envision it coming through the top of your head and flowing down the head and the shoulders into the arms and fingers, down the torso. Feeling or seeing gold and light dripping down into the legs, the lower legs, the feet and the toes. And again, have a sense that every cell of your being is filled with this vitality, this energy, golden light vibrating. And feel it flowing throughout you and around you. And let's take one more deep inhale through the nose. Exhaling out the mouth, you can make some sound this time. And then smile gently to yourself and swallow. And open your eyes when you're ready. Wow. That was a first. You <laughs> <laughs> see Marilyn smiling ear to ear. You know what, though? It's so funny. We did. The scariest thing I think in radio is like silence, you know? Mm. But wow. 
Oh, we, we just meditated on on, on air. And Can you really imagine? Nice. We just and if it. anybody followed us with that, it's <coughs> neat. And honestly, it's so funny. I was sitting here, mm. I mentioned earlier, you know, wake up and then I'm aware of a, a pain in my shoulder. It's gone. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just got rid of it. So Thank, thank you. you for that. Yeah, so thank it was you. really important that um, created space. Yeah. For um, for you to share that with us, and for all of you who were able to join in the journey of that meditation, I hope that it felt um, transformative, and you feel the power, of the vitality in all of your cells mm-hmm. um, resonating. I know coming out of the meditation around gratitude, it seems odd to raise the question around fear, um, but yet I know that it probably there were some listening to this that felt um, perhaps hesitant of the unknown or the unusualness of this. And I wonder if you could talk a bit about um, that that place of opening and then for us to talk about your upcoming retreat. So um, as we explored gratitude and uh, the healing power of vitality, it seems a little odd, but it felt fitting in some ways mm-hmm. to kind of talk about mm-hmm. um, what may have been present for someone listening. Laura, you got a great voice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that works well. Fear. Yeah, I think anything that pushes us outside of our comfort zone is going to elicit anything from discomfort to anxiety to fear, and that all of that's really normal, and that there's something there mm-hmm. for us when we are afraid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've heard the saying that courage is not the lack of fear, but it's being aware of the fear and still taking steps forward. Mm -hmm. So I think on the other side of the fear is where the growth happens. And fear can be shifted into enthusiasm Mm -hmm. and excitement at times. Mm -hmm. And anytime I'm afraid, I know there's something there for me. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. Um, As I began uh, the show acknowledging that today's Ash Wednesday in the beginning of Lent and um, in the Caribbean, certainly here in the islands, it's a very Christian environment. And I'm wondering if you could um, at least share or speak to how contemplative practices, uh, movement, stretching, be it um, mindfulness or meditation, um, can make that connection with a belief system that um, that is very much present here. Yes, you know, I love um, taking labels off of things. Mm-hmm. You know, why I call yoga doesn't have to be called yoga. Mm-hmm. You know, the breath is the breath. And to me, it's like, let's try something and see how it feels. Okay. You know, so breathe <laughs> and see how it feels to breathe deeply mm-hmm. and to bring awareness to the breath. Movement is movement. You know, I'm not attached. At one point, I, I probably was more attached to this is yoga, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. It's mm. like movement is movement. You know, there are a lot of Christian contemplative practices that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's prayer Yes. Meditation is prayer, mm-hmm. and you know whoever you are connecting with, Jesus, God, mm-hmm. Spirit, none of that matters to me. It's like let's see what, let's try something and see what works. Right, right. Thank you for that. It was important because I know that many people listen, and uh, as we hopefully offer a variety of new ways to experience wellness, to go deeper, that you can bring who you are to the practice. Yes. Yeah. You know the invitation yeah. is not to push aside what mm-hmm. has been. I know it's been an important grounding for me my own prayer life you know my own connection to who god is for me and the um the evolving power of who christ is in my own life uh using meditation and prayer not pushing it aside in fact it's expanded and deepened for me so it was important and i know probably somebody out there listening 
that that was just for you because I understand. <laughs> well, <laughs> I and, and in the show we've talked about it, and and you know I, I get to play the layman and, and ask the questions, and and so we've, the meditations come up a few times, mm-hmm. but this is the first time we've actually done it, and and I hope a few of you out there was able to do it along with us because um, we keep saying words like fear, mm-hmm. but. It's awkward for people who have never done that right. to turn off the noise, yes. focus on nothing but breathing mm-hmm. and, and where you just took us, you mm-hmm. know, to run through our bodies and mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. There is an awkwardness. So for, for those of you out there who maybe tried and, and felt a little awkward, it's okay. It's okay. But come back to it. Thank you know, you. maybe pick a different time to do it. Right. Um, because I'm new at this, too. And, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest with you. It is powerful. It's at, at the end of these a few mm-hmm. I've done very few times now where I've meditated mm-hmm. it is I am such a guy that spins plates for a living mm-hmm. to turn it off for just those few minutes I, I, I'm always just blown away yes. A that I was able to right. and B how I felt afterwards, afterwards. Yes. so again thank you for really walking us through it for the, for the yeah, first time in very, our show very exciting so. Um, I want to make sure that we have some time for you to share a bit about the upcoming retreat you leave next week. Tell us uh, about this 10-day retreat that you have planned. So this is the second annual retreat that I'm co-hosting with a female friend of mine. Um, Bali is a very, very spiritual and special, beautiful, easy place to be. Mm -hmm. And the idea of the retreat is inner and inner and outer exploration. Okay. So it's um, looking at, you know, the journey as a reflection of, of our inner exploration at the same time. So we practice um, meditation every day and movement. We hike to beautiful waterfalls. We eat really clean, healthy food. Um, we sit in circle together and uncover some of those beliefs that mm-hmm. have been running our lives. Mm-hmm. And we just have fun and get to explore Balinese culture. So it's, it's really retreat itself. Like the meaning of retreat is to step away, right? So it's stepping away from our daily responsibilities so that we can take that pause and mm-hmm. give all of our energy to ourselves. So on mm-hmm. retreat with us, you don't think about anything. We just tell you where to be, what to wear, mm-hmm. and you just show up. You don't have to um, think about what you're making for, mm-hmm. for lunch, you know, for exactly. example, or exactly. what you're doing for the day because we, you know, curate every detail with the idea of giving people the opportunity to be differently for a period of time. Well, that's wonderful. And not easy again. Uh, it's definitely on my list, uh, Bali, um, to get there. But uh, So who organizes this? Um, is it you and yes. your friend? Yes. Oh, wow. Yep. So this, this retreat I've really taken the lead on. So really put a lot of love and energy into every detail and what we'll be doing together. So I, a couple of Virgin Islanders are coming with me. Nice. And then people from all over the United States. Wow. Um, so I leave next week and get a little time to play before the group comes. And it's so special and such an honor to be with people in this way, for them to trust me, you know, wow. for me to lead them on this journey for uh, 10 days. Wow. What a great way to do it, though. My goodness. Can you share some uh, contact information in case anyone wants yeah, to? Exactly. I had a tickle in my throat. But <laughs> Absolutely. So I can be reached. Uh, my email address is lauranagi at gmail.com. So that's L-A-U-R-A, N as in Nancy, A Apple, G George I Iglu at gmail.com. And my website is lauranagi.com. Oh, okay, gotcha. As we're finishing up, are there any um, takeaways that you think would be helpful for um, the listening audience? Yeah, takeaways for today. Um, I would say that we are meant to thrive. 
you know, we as human beings are meant to be joyful, creative, thriving beings, and that the path itself is the uncovering and unlearning of those things that block us from being that thriving, joyful being. And it's never too late to start. And that simply breathing and being aware of the breath, one breath in, one breath out that you are conscious of, that is meditation. Wow. That's always great. Wow. <clears throat> Getting in touch with yourself. That's been a theme since day one with us here. Just, uh, you know, we're nurturers. We're help. We love to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're not focusing a little bit on ourselves to have the strength to help others, then you're really not doing a service. So it's okay to mm-hmm. focus on yourself. It's not called selfishness. It's, it, it's called survival. It's called intelligence. Um, what fun today. Wow. Yes, I know we have a little bit of extra time since um, yeah, the press conference and all. I think we have uh, seven, uh, yeah, seven, eight minutes. Um, so I'm wondering if someone was to consider <clears throat> excuse me, creating their own mini retreat, like for themselves or with some friends, like what would you suggest? Like what could someone do? So, okay, I can get to Bali for mm-hmm. 10 days and go on the other side of the world. I'm jealous. Uh, like what, what might be helpful? So... Even during these 40 days of Lent and time to kind of purify and go inside, what what would you suggest? Hmm. I mean, we live in such a beautiful place, so nature mm-hmm. is definitely a huge um, self-care tool for me. Mm-hmm. So maybe planning a commitment to spending, you know, an hour in nature wow. every day or, mm. you know, for three days out of the week. Wow. You know, creating those times of self-care and space and actually scheduling them in. You know, we always put ourselves last. Right. It's like if there's right. time for me mm-hmm. after I do everything else. So what about flipping that paradigm and saying, you know, I'm going to schedule in my self-care time mm-hmm. and be disciplined about it and see how I feel for the week. And I think, you know, you would actually find that you'll spin the plates better. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> freak everybody out. But uh, yeah, <laughs> in the long run. I love that. Uh, Mar- Marilyn, you're being emotional. Um, <laughs> I think this meditation got something out of her. She's over here. She's got tears. She's got a tickle in her throat. I'd also like to thank you two for holding this space. I mean, I love our community and mm. to see we do too. the yeah. shift that has been happening over the past few years and, you know, the shift towards wellness and health and openness and the two of you holding this space for our community, it's its amazing. So thank you oh, for that. Thank you. Thank you very and, much. And we hope there's a new <clears throat> listener out there that has something to offer us. Yes. You know, it, that's what we preach also. We, uh, Marilyn and I are like you. We have families and jobs and stress yeah. and life. So... Uh, we're not sitting here on some top of the mountain, you know, preaching. We're, we're literally just trying to share tools and experiences and these great conversations. So if somebody's out there and they think they have something to share with us, or you'd like to even be a guest on the show, please reach out to yes, please Dr. Do. Marilyn. Yeah, do send, um, reach out to me uh, by email, drmarilynbhall at gmail.com. Um, and, and please do. It's, this has been really, <clears throat> excuse me, an evolving experience of discovery. Uh, and I've I've come to feel more open to being present. Just that's the only way I can describe it. Yeah. I always saw myself before Hurricane or Maria and all of that as someone who I love people and I love sort of life and connecting with individuals. But the impact of those hurricanes really it changed something. It did something to me. Absolutely. Profoundly. All of us. And yeah. so this this place of new discovery as the healing journey unfolds for me 
has been um, so illuminating. And all these, these the, the opportunities to connect with individuals like yourself and other guests that have come forward, each, everything adds something else into <clears throat> the ongoing experience. And so I hope that's been the case for others in the listening audience, yeah. uh, that we're becoming more of ourselves, like in deeper ways, because the surface stuff, it has a utility, but only to a point. And if you're in relationships, you have children, I've shared that my mom is sort of aging and issues with dementia and all of that. We have to experience life in deeper ways because life is moving forward, you know. And um, so I'm really grateful for your presence here yeah. and for your skills and for the authenticity that you bring to this wholeness. I mean, I can see that it's not just a thing. It's to embody being in life the sense of wholeness and so um it's been amazing hasn't it it has i mean meditations we've had uh, you know masseuses and doulas and <laughs> i mean just on and on and on and and it only enhances the fact that you just brought up what a rich community we it's have true. you know we have so much to be proud of it's mm -hmm. easy to focus on the things yes. that we don't like right. and the, the whatever the traffic and every time i come here once a week now and i get to see the update on that thing they're doing on the waterfront and rocks and mountains i have no idea what's going on but it's it we as the community the That's people right. are strong and and we're prideful and we care yes and and so if those things are in alignment we're going to make it a better place for all of us you know it's yes. not for the few it's for all of for us all of us you know? and especially for our children exactly. i i my daughter and i we share a car and so i dropped her off really early this morning and so there's something that's magical about seeing children going to school in the morning. And I just began to think about them and just felt myself just wishing them well, mm. you know, wanting them to have a really good day because all of this, some that we're doing is for not if their lives are not impacted and we're not healthy so that they can experience healthy adults in their lives, wherever yeah. they are. Like it matters so profoundly it to me. Matter. And so, um, so I hope that you all enjoyed uh, our journey today and I hope you have a, I know that you will, Sending positivity your way as you uh, board the plane yeah. and head off to Bali and for all those who yeah. will be expanded outside and inside um, with what you bring, uh, wish you all the, the, the best and blessings on that journey. And for all of those out there in the listening audience, we thank you for being with us once again and uh, join us next week. Uh, it feels like an incredible privilege every, every week to open the space and even more so like something we were elevated and went deeper today. So we thank did. you so much, Laura. And I'm going to just end with, um, uh, it's so funny that I text at the same time. Uh, have the vision to see, the faith to believe, mm. and the courage to act. There you go. And, um, and I think that's what this journey has been all about for all of us. It's, it's really been about just getting in touch with ourselves mm -hmm. and taking steps, even if they're baby steps. That's it. Take care of you. Yes. Be strong, VI. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Yes, have Thank a wonderful you. week. Thank you. Blessings to all. Yes, you too, all right. Have Thank a great you. day. Bye -bye. Turn it over to Mel.